Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now, please welcome... It's time for the Bradford Files, right now on WEI.com. Well, today on the Bradford Files, we are very, very happy to be joined by Dr. Matt Messina of Newton Wellesley Orthopedics, NWOA, a fine organization. And we're going to be doing these injury updates, injury reports throughout the entire year. And I think it's tremendously valuable. First of all, uh, welcome to the show, Doctor. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's uh, you know we have a lot to talk about. There's always a lot to talk about when it comes to athletics and guys getting hurt. And since this is a really a baseball centric podcast here in the Bradford Files, uh, we're going to start with we're gonna, first of all, it's going to be a theme. It's going to be a theme in regards to knee injuries. So some key key knee injuries on the Boston sporting landscape right now. But we're going to start with baseball. We're going to start with Grady Sizemore, a guy who uh, the Red Sox just signed. Had a ton of injury problems over the last couple of years, hasn't played because of it. And, Doctor, what we're dealing with here with Grady Sizemore, amongst other things, but the main thing that has kept him out is this microfracture surgery. That keeps being referenced. We heard it with Greg Oden, the basketball player before, and how it set back his career. Can you explain exactly what we're dealing with microfracture surgery? Uh, sure. So, um with microfracture, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get cartilage uh, to grow back in a place in the knee where uh, cartilage has either uh, been injured or removed. Um, if you think about the cartilage in the knee, there's two kinds of cartilage. Um, you have the meniscus, which are the C-shaped rings of cartilage that sit between the bones. They're sort of the shock absorbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the articular cartilage is the cartilage that covers the bone. That's the cartilage that people wear away when they uh, get arthritis. Uh, Anytime you're going to do a microfracture surgery, that would indicate that that articular cartilage has been worn away to bare bone. So the procedure of microfracture is to try to put channels into the bone and stimulate bleeding so uh, stem cells from the bone marrow can come out into the joint and try to heal the lesion or create uh, some form of a patch or repair. 
Well, when we talk about the, the, the surgery being successful, I guess it's all relative because I would imagine for the average person, a successful surgery is being able to walk up and down the street. But we're talking, sure. we're talking about a professional athlete who's trying to get back to the level that he was playing before. And I understand that he isn't your patient and you haven't had hands-on experience with Grady Sizemore, but knowing that he, this baseball player is going through microfracture surgery on both knees, what are some of the challenges that he, he's going to face going forward? Well, if you know, if you look at uh, microfracture in the professional ranks, I mean, most of the data has come out of the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, uh, elite soccer leagues. And uh, in general, you know, a professional player could expect, you know, uh, an 80% chance of coming back to playing that sport. Um, if you look at most of those studies, a lot of the trends in the studies, like, for instance, in the NHL, uh, players tend to score less points. They tend to play less games. Um, you look at uh, microfracture in the NBA, uh, it seems like efficiency minutes played also goes down. So those are some of the challenges. It seems that once uh, players have this surgery, they might not be as effective as they once were. Now, we look at uh, in Sizemore's situation, he had one and then he had another. But there has been right. a... There has been a significant kind of lag time between when he's trying to come back and when he had his last surgery. What sure. would what what would be the um, appropriate amount of time where you think, let's say, you know what, this is the amount of time that you need to rehab this injury to get it at least to the point where it's close to where you want it to be? Yeah, I mean, most patients on average will come back from microfracture surgery around eight months after they have the procedure. Um, the problem with microfracture, if you look at the more longer-term studies, uh, usually the results are great up until about two years. After two years, the results seem to start to decline, um, you know, comparing that to different types of cartilage procedures that we do in the knee. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but on average, most players uh, are coming back around eight months after they have the procedure. Well, when, you say, when you say decline, now you're saying they come back in eight months and it's, it's better, and, but after two years they decline and it starts to wear down or it starts to go? Um, it, it starts to wear down. So, you know, when you do this microfracture, um, the cartilage that forms is really what we call fibrocartilage. Um, what you normally have in your knee is what's called hyaline cartilage. So the fiber, the fibrocartilage isn't exactly what you had there before. And because of that, it doesn't uh, bear the stresses in the joint the way normal cartilage would and it's not as resilient. So after two years, whatever uh, repair tissue formed there, it seems to start to deteriorate at that time. Okay, yeah, that, that clears it up, and it's good to know, too, because, when again, when we talk about microfracture surgery, we have some, some examples throughout the world of sports, and they're, sure. not, they're, they're not, to be honest with you, doctor, they're not, they're, there are not a lot of guys where you say, wow, you know, they really came back strong from that microfracture surgery. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, the attractive thing about microfracture, it's a relatively short procedure. It's relatively minimally invasive. And the uh, recovery time compared to other cartilage procedures is shorter. 
but um, I would agree with you. There are a lot of players. I mean, the more recent one uh, that's been successful, I think, is Amari Stoudemire, mm-hmm. uh, plays for the Knicks. Uh, but I would agree with you. There's probably a lot more players that have had negative uh, outcomes and positive ones. We're going to shift gears in terms of knee operations and knee conditions to uh, to really two guys who may be in the top five of of the most key guys in the New England sports landscape, and that's Rajon Rondo and uh, Rob Gronkowski, and sure. and both had ACL injuries, and and I understand that they might not be identical, but you keep if you doctor if you could give us an example or an idea of the challenges that these guys face from number one the minute they have surgery to the through the rehab and then coming back from actually playing in games because right now we're seeing it with Rondo right Rondo is playing a little bit they're easing him in he doesn't quite look like the player Um, so what are the challenges number one of rehabbing it and then the challenges of when you get back uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when you look at uh, ACL reconstruction, once again, and pro athletes or elite athletes, uh, they tend not to come back as well as, say, you know, the average, you know, patient that you might see in your office. And I think, you know, that's because the demands on their knee are so much greater. You know, if you look at most of the data on the professional athletes, you know, you probably have anywhere from a 65 to 75% return rate after people have ACL reconstruction. On average, most players are coming back anywhere from 10 months to 12 months after they have the surgery. Um, you know, there's some interesting data on NFL players uh, that was published recently. Um, uh, players who were uh, in the league greater than four years or drafted in the first four rounds seem to have a better chance of coming back and playing as opposed to players who had less experience Hmm. or drafted higher. Um, You know, in terms of like performance, when you come back, you know, once again, in the NFL, there's a lot of data to suggest that, um, you know, in receivers and running backs, uh, some of their production will go down maybe even as much as 30%. Uh, There's some data from uh, the WNBA uh, where women you know, clearly tear their ACL more than the men do. And a more recent study from the WNBA shows their shooting percentages, their steals to go down as well. So although we've been successful in reconstructing the ligament and making the knee stable, it's certainly not the ligament that God gave the athlete, and definitely there's some limitations there. Doctor, is there a movement? that is the most challenging for someone coming off the ACL? Because obviously you look at Gronkowski, you look at Rondo, there's sure. somewhat similar movements, but they are, they are different. They're different sports. Is there one sure. specific movement that might be the most challenging for these guys? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, definitely something like basketball where there's a lot of running, quick stopping, planting and cutting. I definitely think that that's – you know, definitely more stressful on the knee as opposed to, say, maybe running a pass pattern, you know, down the seam or something like that. Now, you know, another part of this, and maybe you can um, elaborate from some of your experiences with with patients, but it's one thing to heal the body and do the rehab, but the mind is also a very powerful thing, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and so, so uh, talk about a little bit about 
what you've seen in those challenges? Because we, we go back to Derek Rose of Chicago last oh, year. absolutely. <laughs> he, he, every, everyone thought he's coming back, he's coming back, he's coming back, and he he just didn't come back. And and uh, and people wondering about that with Rondo. So just from your experience, uh, what are some of the challenges there? Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, obviously every patient's an individual, but uh, I would tell you most of the younger patients, I mean, you're doing everything in your power to hold them back at six months. They all want to go back and play. I think as people get older, um, you know, they'll tend to go back at later dates. You know, a professional athlete is definitely a different animal, and there's probably not a week that goes by where I don't invoke uh, Derek Rose's name. <laughs> uh, you know, he, I think he probably, I think he was cleared at nine months to play, and I think he didn't come back for almost a year and a half. And I think psychologically, um, like I said, we do our best to reconstruct the ligament the way it was there before. But it's definitely different, and not only getting the ligament to heal, your body has to sort of penetrate that ligament with receptors and sort of the receptors that give you sort of your position and space and everything else. And I think that process probably takes longer than a year, and I just think those guys play at such a high level, it may even take longer for them to get comfortable doing the things they did before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, judging by, and again, we'll preface this by saying that not your patient and you don't have hands-on experience with a Rob Gronkowski, but Rob Gronkowski had his injury, uh, it was, I believe it was early December. And, sure. And um, so everyone wants to know, well, what's the timetable? What's the timetable? You pointed out earlier, everybody's different. We can't just sure. generalize everything. But knowing what you know, what, what, and assuming that he's going to be able to get his head around it, assuming that he's going to be able to rehab without any setbacks, what's realistic for this guy? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, everything goes well with his rehab. Like I said, on average, most of these players are, are coming back around anywhere from 10 to 12 months after the surgery. Um, I think, you know, what we saw a few years back with Wes Welker, he came back a lot earlier. Yeah, real quick. um, Yeah, and I think, you know, I don't know if he had other injuries like any meniscal injury in his knee. Uh, Definitely having a meniscal injury with an ACL definitely affects not only the recovery but also the return to uh, playing. So, you know, barring any meniscal injury, I think he has a very good chance of coming back and, you know, being as good as he was before. You said you had mentioned that you you referenced Derek Rose a lot. Uh, sure. I don't know if you reference Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson was an example yeah. of a guy, yeah. a guy who. I mean, I guess that's the high end of of successful yeah, returns, a, right? He is. He's the outlier. <laughs> no about it. Is there so when you when you talk to uh, to patients and you do want to reference athletes, are these the guys? Derek Rose, Adrian Peterson. Is there anyone else that you you mentioned that maybe even in between? Ah. Uh. You know, I, I, I use all those names. You know, I try to always relate, you know, to the patients, particularly with the kids, with, you know, obviously the local athletes. You know, we use Tom Brady's, you know, example a lot as well. Um, but um, I think, you know, you, you, you know, a lot of times you only read about the successful outcomes. You also have to make a point of, like, making people uh, aware of some of the, the failures that are out there, too. So, uh you know, everybody's different. Every athlete's different. And, uh, you know, not knowing the full story on every athlete, it's obviously hard to render an opinion or, you know, 
pontificate on how well they're going to come back and how well they're going to play. But, um, but like I said, the uh, ACL reconstruction, I mean, it's come a long way in the last, you know, 30 plus years. And, uh, you know, I think the technique is getting better and better. Um, you know, but obviously these athletes are getting bigger, they're getting stronger, they're getting faster. So it's definitely uh, challenging. Do you ever watch, do you watch sporting events, um, not for, with an eye for injury, but when an injury does happen, you say, well, that's going to take that long or that's what that uh, is. I mean, we had the Seattle-San Francisco game the other day, right, where the guy's leg yeah. got bent back. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So so you watch, yeah. you watch that with that, that sort of eye? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I can, you know, once, you know, when these graphic injuries happen, my, you know, the text on my phone seems to go off immediately. <laughs> People ask me, what do you think, Doc? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I could see that. But Dr. Matt Messina, I, I really appreciate it. It's some awesome, awesome insight. And, uh, and I look forward to talking with you down the line. Oh, that'll be great, Rob. Thanks for having me. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Home to all the jaw-dropping moments. Home to all the best plays in the league. Home to your favorite players from the cities you love. MLB.tv is the home of streaming baseball. Home or away, catch all the MLB action this season with live and on-demand content across all your devices. Enjoy MLB Big Inning, select pregame and postgame coverage, and an expanded library of highlights and content. Never miss a moment of the action with MLB.tv. Stream every game from every team all season long with MLB.tv. Blackout and other restrictions apply.